Welcome to Couch to Coast, a weekly podcast with me, Rob, an aspiring runner whose favourite place is being comfy on the couch. And me, Ben, a UK Athletics accredited running coach. Follow us as we try to turn Rob from couch to coached. <laughs> and we are live. Can I just, before we say anything else... We've got a really special guest today. We've got a guy called Ben Russell. Do one, silly time. <laughs> well, actually, no. and we are live. Come on, crack again. on. We are live again. Episode, nice to be back. Episode fifty for me. Episode fifty for me. Episode forty something for Ben. I ain't having this. I ain't having this. <laughs> I haven't come back onto your podcast to be abused. You know. Welcome to Dave the Rob Morton. Show. Welcome you to the Rob just... Show. You can't just invite me on your podcast and abuse me. It's couch to coached. I am the coach. Co- I'm, I'm the couch at the moment. It's been that bad. You know, it's good to be back on the show. It's, it's weird because I logged in and I was like, what is this set up on Podcastle? Hello. Couldn't work out what was going on. Yeah. All good, mate. All good. Sure. Lovely to see your beautiful face again. Well, we are doing this a little bit early because uh, we normally do it on a Thursday, but I've got a I've got a wedding. It, this time of year is is just ridiculous to try and book things in. It's like we've got one thing after another, and obviously Christmas is coming up, so I couldn't completely understand. And like I say, last week there was there was a, a reason why you couldn't come on the podcast. Um, yeah. I know we'll probably talk about that in a bit as well. Uh, but it's been really weird doing a podcast on my own um, and having sound bites to add in, and the editing side of what, it has been I, hard work. I've I've listened to the last two episodes as a member of the community, as a punter. As a punter, and I've got I've got to say, it's a good podcast. <laughs> it's a, have we, it's have a we good sold podcast. it to you? I I thoroughly enjoyed those last two episodes, like because <laughs> not knowing what's coming on the show, I was having a listen, and I thought, you know, I, I don't I don't think I know anybody else that is so good at talking to themselves <laughs> as you are. Um, we know that your editing skills are very good, and you've proven that in the last two weeks. So I'm happy to continue on that vein. You've you, you've still got that job, but it was nice listening to it. It was good. It was really good. It was weird, I must admit. And I enjoyed it, don't get me wrong, I enjoyed it. And I think if if my nursing career ever falters or if I ever fancy a change, I'm quite happy to talk to myself for a living. I'd quite happily yeah, do you, that. You're good at it. <laughs> you're good at it. But it was, it's been weird not being able to do it. I felt yeah. like a bit of a letdown the last couple of weeks. Yeah, uh, no, don't let do it. And it's, it's been difficult to not, you know, keep it going because i think since we've started in the last 12 months or over 12 months now and 50 episodes in i haven't felt so out of the loop so uh it's been a bit of a trend i've, I've lost a bit of my running we'll talk mm. about that in a minute and i've lost obviously two episodes of the podcast so i've just felt a bit out of the loop but it is good to be back and it's good to have you back it is good to have you, you back because like we, I know I joke about being the Rob show and I know I joke about doing the podcast. I, I can never do a podcast on my own because you are the part where you are the coach. You have that experience. You have that expertise. Whereas if I did a, if I did a running podcast on my own, I literally wouldn't talk about anything other than just the things I talked about, the Strava League and the questions and things like that. So it's good to have you back, to have that experience, to have that expertise, to have that knowledge. And we have had a dip in the figures as well over the last two <laughs> weeks. So have we? Kind of. Not too bad. Not too bad. But I think people are bored of me. So it's good to have you back to get that listener figure back up. I'm not bored of you, Silito. I'm yeah. not bored. <laughs> and episode, like I say, episode 50. So 50 episodes in the bag. Um, it's crazy. Absolutely crazy how... We're still here. We are still here, and we're still doing the podcast. And we are appreciated. We've got somebody on on the couch and on the five with the listeners later, and and they give us a little message at the end, which is really nice to hear that people do appreciate us taking time out to do the podcast. Yeah, and I enjoy doing it anyway. So it's it's all good. So, what's been happening over the last couple of weeks, Mister Russell? What hasn't been happening in the last two weeks, to be fair. Um, so I think the first, or was it the first week 
we didn't do an episode. We had was, birthdays at my daughter's birthday, birthdays, your daughter's we just, birthday. We just couldn't get together. You were we? at the villa. You went to the villa. Uh, and it was worth it. We're with the, with the, what is it? The European Tim Pot Cup. <laughs> a full house though in the European Cup. Oh. European I am going next week actually. I'm going to watch City versus Leipzig in the Champions League, the actual oh. European trophy. That makes one. Yeah. One of you. <laughs> I'm going with my stepdad as well, so that makes two of us. Oh, yes. Attendance is two. <laughs> Any more? <laughs> Um, no, so the, the first week, um, we just couldn't get together. I think it was it was Amelia's birthday. Then you had your Connie's birthday. Yeah. So we couldn't do we couldn't do the, the, the start of the week. And then we had Amelia's birthday on the Wednesday. I think Connie's was on the Thursday or something. Mm. You were going out for a birthday meal. Yeah. And then obviously it has to go out on Friday. So we were a bit stuck. So we put a few bits together. But running-wise for me in that week, um, I've been injured. I know. I've, I've had a a shocking time with an injury. I think I've I learned I learned a lesson the hard way. So after Manchester, and I don't want to bang on about Manchester too much because we've already done that a lot. But I basically felt a bit of a tightness in my right in my right knee, uh, about an inch above my knee on the outer side of my leg, uh, to keep it nice and simple. Um, and it turns out I had a bit of a ITB band inflammation um, and it was quite painful mm. it, not to start running so I could get out it was really frustrating I could get sort of half a mile up the road and then all of a sudden it would start feeling like it was stiffening up um, so I've, I basically lost a, a week of training really just I was on the bike a little bit trying to make sure that I was uh, keeping it moving as much as I could um, but not putting any sort of impact on it through the running yeah Um and just doing a lot of foam rolling and stretching. Um, Which we so always I, neglect. I always think I think it's something that people always tend to neglect. After speaking to a couple of people around recovery, um, yeah. it is something that we do neglect. And I know we've talk, spoke about it on the podcast a few times. So having that ability to be able to do a couple, do a bit of that stretching and foam rolling and, and, and getting that side, I bet it's been beneficial for you. Yeah, well, I think this is the lesson I learned the hard way. I did Manchester. Uh, we went obviously to the uh, the sort of meeting point after didn't we? We had a nice mm. chat with Ken and Sarah. We had a cup of coffee and Ken had a bagel. Um, but I didn't do a cool down. Yeah. Amateur mistake. Didn't do a cool down. I did some stretching, but obviously I didn't do a cool down. And then I sat in the car uh, as a passenger um, for best part of ninety minutes, yeah. and then just got home celebrated by getting on the beers at home because you know end of training block mm. goal accomplished mm. and then I was straight back out the week after running and to be honest if I look back I probably wasn't quite right because every time I ran I got this sort of niggling pain in my knee but it wasn't enough to stop me so I should have took that time to rest and recover properly the following week after that which was the week I think of it started to inflame up I just I, I was having to stop on the run, so I spoke to my coach. Decided I can afford to take a bit of time out, so yeah. I sort of took a week of low load, not really running too much, doing the bike. I think I had about five or six days completely off running, and then sort of slowly built it back. So my mileage that week was I think it was about nine nine miles last week or something like that. I'm a bit confused as to what week we're in, but. Um, slowly started to get it back together mm. and then this last week has been an absolute shambles uh i thought you could swear then <laughs> i thought oh, been okay. absolutely shocking. i was gonna have thought i'm gonna have to put a bleep in there somewhere <laughs> yeah well, well there's plenty of time for a bleep in the episode um especially if you carry on having a go at me as no, well i'm not that's it now it's out of the way it's done that's it now. um you've all, yeah, all this forgiven threatened him with having to try and work out when the bleeps are going in your back. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, 9.03 that was. <laughs> he ain't going to get it. <laughs> um, so the, uh, I won't swear anymore. Um, the, the, the last week's been really tough because I was just starting to get into the groove again with the running. And then my mom had to go into hospital for, a planned procedure on Thursday, um, and I'm an only child, lucky me. Mm. Um, these only childs, we get spoilt with love when we're younger. Yeah. 
Mm. Soon comes back to bite you. I was going to say you have to spoil them with love when it's when you're old. Yeah. So my dad is basically my mum's main care, and my mum goes in for this operation on Thursday, and uh, she ends up having to stay in for till Tuesday. So I've not really done a great deal. Uh, the stress and the worry's been too much. I just said to you, look, I, I think on the Thursday when she went into hospital at seven o'clock in the morning, she was there all day. Yeah. But she didn't get out till about quarter to ten. Uh, sorry, she. I didn't get home till quarter to 10 because she ended up staying in for four days. Um, and I just messaged you and you were very understanding, which I appreciate. I said, look, do you know what? I'll throw something together for the listeners. I managed to get you those sound bites across, but my running in that sense for the last two weeks has been shocking. Mm. And I've just felt like I've been a bit out of the loop. So in terms of running, um, I've been doing bits, um, progressively got to a point where I'm running pain-free. And for those in the Strava community, you'll have seen yesterday, <clears throat> I got out and did a my first session back, pain-free, a little wave tempo, kilometre on, kilometre off. I pushed the kilometres on to sub-six-minute miles. So feeling like I'm doing all right there. The kilometre off the sort of the recoveries if you like were 620 per mile ish mm. so i feel like i'm back in no pain um can start my training again i've got milton Keynes half marathon on the 10th of december which will probably just be a bit of a training run yeah um but i need to now focus on the recovery i'm going to keep the foam rolling going i'm going to keep all the things that i need to be doing with the strength work because as you'll hear a bit later on in the show I've got a bit of a challenge been thrown down for February, a particular uh, race in yeah. the staff roadrunners. So I was looking and thinking, what's he on about? I thought he was yeah, challenging no, me. No, I'm not going to throw a challenge down to you. This is, <laughs> the big boys are coming out to play. You'll hear this later <laughs> on in the show anyway. Um, so yeah, not a great deal to report for me. Um running wise but i feel now finally I've, I've got back into it which is good yeah yeah and like you say it's it's the time of year where things do tend to go off the boil it's and i, th- I said it last week in, in the in the bit where i was talking about with motivation it's difficult mm. to get motivated to go out when you're looking outside and it's dark because you're coming from work i finish at four five o'clock you're coming from work it's, it's pitch it? black it's cold you're thinking, I really, really don't want to go out. And it's just about motivating yourself to get out there, which is easier said than done, especially when, like I say, the coldness and the, and the dark. And it's the same for me. I've really struggled after after Manchester. I know we said we weren't going to bang on about it, but after Manchester, just looking at my, my, weeks, of tri- my weeks of running, October 9th to the 15th where Manchester half was in, I was doing 23.4, went down to 18 miles the week after, which which I was happy about, and a 14. Then I only did three one week, and then back up to 16, then six. Last week, this week, I'm on eight miles, but that's including football as well. So I've only done like 10K this week. Um, but, it's- but this is why, for me, sorry to interrupt, this is right. why, for me, the shout-out last week, the clip that I sent to you, I was sitting there, I was thinking, who can I do a shout-out to? Because I'm a bit out of touch with the group. I haven't been on social media. I haven't really been on yeah. Strava, apart from when I've done a run. This is why, for me, the easy one was a shout-out was to all the run leaders because yeah. you've proven that this week, right? You've got yeah. out the door because you've been to your club and you've done your yeah. organised run with yeah. your run leader. Yeah. And that's why I think it's so important to have yourself a little community, whether that be our community Strava board so that you can sort of keep in touch with people, whether that be going to your club and meeting your run leaders yeah. or having a coach that keeps you accountable. But it's so important, isn't it? Mm, definitely and, and, and I'm, I'm not a leader but with the combined run club for example I, I feel like I go, I go to part run quite often I didn't go this Saturday because I was I think I, I take took Arthur to his karate on, on, on this, this Saturday just gone but like I feel like I need to go because I've set that up and yeah I want to carry on and it feels like if I don't go that people might not be going and things like that. So yeah, absolutely. The run leaders shout out to them again. Cause on Monday there was four of them there at Stoke fit and they're there consistently uh, motivating, motivating people to get out and go to the, to the, to the runs. So yeah, absolutely. It's, but like I say, it's that time of year. You, you, you're expected not unless you've got a race coming up, which I've got coming up. I've got Wilmslow on Sunday. From Wilmslow until yeah. the New Year, 
I haven't really got anything booked. So no, and I think this is common. It it gets to the point really where it gets a bit too cold. The roads get a little bit too icy. There mm. seems to be fewer races going on in this in 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 this type of uh, this time of year, which is why the cross country season comes about because yeah. it's easier and better for race organisers to put races on in the fields, in the woods, in the, in in the in the icy and wet conditions because that's yeah. what cross country is. Yeah, it's for the it's for those. Uh, hardcore runners that like to get muddy. Yeah. Um, but I think it's a good time to probably just try and keep as consistent as you can and keep one eye on the new year. Um, and this is why I think, you know, North Staffs uh, is such a good thing because they put their fixtures out February time. Yeah. It's not too early in the year. It's not like, all right, Christmas is out of the way. Let's get a run on the first week of Jan. You, you know, if you can sort of have a bit of time off now mm. let it go a little bit to enjoy yourself mentally recharge mm. but not lose too much fitness you can then start coming back in over the christmas weeks with maybe a first race set up for like february time puts you in a really good position throwing the benchmark down for your spring marathon yeah yeah well that's that's what we've got haven't we i suppose they've got just a bit of a mention They've got Cheddleton 10K this weekend on Saturday. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to go because, like I said, I'm going Wilmslow. But I think it starts at 2 o'clock. It's an unusual one because normally they start in the morning, but I think it starts at 2 o'clock this Saturday. So if anybody's interested, I think there's still spaces. I might be wrong, but I think there is. So if anybody's interested, get onto the North Stash Roadrunners Association website and boot yourself in. I haven't done that race, um, but apparently it's quite... as all North Stash Roadrunners uh, races are, very undulating. Uh, I think it's a three-lap race around Cheddleton, which I know quite well because I've got a family who live in Cheddleton. So and it nice. is a very nice start time on a Saturday mm. afternoon. Yeah, yeah. It's an unusual one, isn't it? Like you say, normally it's early morning on a Saturday or early morning on a Sunday. Uh, mm. So you've got that bit of time to... I suppose that might throw people as well because you tend to have your breakfast uh, early on. Then yeah, I have my Weetabix, my Weetabix, my milk and my honey or my protein rebel now. A couple of hours before, do the race, and then I have my lunch after after the race. So it's a bit of a what do you do? Do you have your breakfast and then not have your dinner? Yeah, or? I think there's a lot to think about there, and that I would mm. always probably stay uh, cautious and just carry on your normal routine, get up yeah. and have your breakfast, and then maybe a little bit of a mid morning snack. Yeah. Because you're probably not going to get your lunch at the right time, and then you're going to obviously go and do your race at two ish, um, and then you can always have your lunch after. Mm. Um, I mean, it's one of them awkward time mm. Saturday. People like to be out and about. I mean, the attendance numbers would be interested to see on that one. You've got things like your three o'clock football kickoffs. I mean, yeah. there'll be a lot of Man City fans at Cheddleton because they don't go to the Etihad. Ooh, I'm going. I should be going watch AFC Crew, my second team, my what I'm a board member of. So Arthur mascot. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, he was. He went on with the captain. Uh, second time, he's second, uh, third time he's been captain. Actually, the first time he was captain, the player went out where they got injured. The second time he went out with the captain, who then the week after wasn't the captain anymore. <laughs> this time he went out and they won eleven nil. <laughs> so third time lucky, as they say. It's quite a nice shirt, that AFC yeah, crew shirt. Yeah, it is. As well. well, like it's it. it's really gold and like, white with yeah, a black like retro. A retro. Yeah, retro. And I, I've yeah, got one. Arthur's proper. got one. So it's, it is. And I enjoy going. It's, it's non-league football and it's it's cold, it's wet. But it's it's different to going to watch Man City with all the hype and all the, the commercial commercialization. So I enjoy going to watch AFC crew. So if anybody's interested... Oil money. What, AFC crew got oil money? Um, Etihad, Man City. <laughs> yeah, oil money. Yeah, okay. They Moving could on. be relegated into the same league as AFC crew soon, apparently. I'd, I'd prefer, it, to be honest with you, it's more likely to get tickets at the moment, getting tickets for Man City. I know we joke, well, I know you joke about the Etihad, empty hard and being a no attendant, but it's dead difficult to get tickets because I think that, that many go to like, business in corporate yeah. and they don't turn up. But anyway, we yeah. could talk, we could have spent the whole of this episode talking about the. We'll, we'll move on from the, the one last question. Football. Who's the biggest? Who's the biggest team in the league with AFC crew? Are we going? Are we are we close to putting something out for like the Solihull against Wrexham that we did last year? Well, they've got Leek Town, so that's my old my my um, where I, where I used to live in Leek Leek Town Development, and they're I think they're favourites to win the league, and they're playing them tonight actually on a Wednesday tonight. Um, so I might go and watch them tonight as well. Um, but they've got all Sager, they've got 
but the ladies team as well um the afc crew ladies team are doing really really well they played against wrexham a couple of weeks ago actually um and also played against macclesfield and they won beat macclesfield they beat they drew against chester they're doing really really well in their league so it's really good it's nice to AFC see crew mm, yeah afc crew if you're interested you can become a board member get in contact with me and we can i can talk to you about the benefits of being a board member but anyway that's football. We're a running podcast. There is there is also another, there is an AFC crew podcast as well, if anybody's interested. Um, and it's a very good podcast. I listen to that as well. So it's called Full Steam Ahead. So shout out to AFC crew podcast. But anyway, back to running. Um, what we're we talking about, I can't remember what we're talking about now. <laughs> I've completely gone off <laughs> track. You're the only man that can talk to himself. I didn't say anything for five minutes then. You were just off. Oh, you've forgotten I was back. <laughs> yeah, just randomly talking to myself, looking at So the we've wall. done my running with the non-existent running, my mainly my recovery. We've done yeah. your your kind of bit. Well, no, we haven't. We, you, you sort of talked about your motivation. Yeah. You've done, you've done your... your Monday Run Club this week. Yeah, so I did with Stoke Fit. Uh, I try to I try to keep that in place because I enjoy getting out with other people. I enjoy running with other people. And the last couple of weeks, I have really, really enjoyed it. I must admit, I've been out with a really good group of runners who it's very chatty. So I was talking to a couple of them about their work and talking to them about their life. It's nice to be able to talk to them and just have a catch up. Um, Whereas most of the time I go out, I run on my own um, and put my podcast on or listen to a podcast or music or whatever. So it's nice to actually go out and just chat to people. Uh, and then I've done been doing part run as much as I can. I pushed myself at Wyoming a couple of weeks ago and I thought, this has got to be a close to a PB. It was nowhere near. I thought I was dead disappointed when I went through the line. Because on, on a part run, I don't tend to keep – I put my watch on, but I don't tend to have the time on. So, so hang on, surprise. you pushed yourself yeah. and you thought, this has got to be close to a PB. So, yeah. so out of an RPE scale of 1 to 10, uh, where, I, where are you? The thing, blowing. No, I wasn't blowing, blowing. Uh, the problem is I, I took it easy to start with and I thought, no, I'm going to push myself. So I think if I'd proper push myself all the From way. The start. Yeah, you did prop- more of a progressive run. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm going to try and test myself. Probably not this weekend because I've got Wilmslow. I'm going to go part run this weekend because it's combined run club, but... I've got Wilmslow, so I'm not going to push myself this week. So this was the thing. I was thinking, like, where do we go next with the Silito? Because um, since I've given up coaching the masses, should we call them the masses? Well, I had about 20 <laughs> people I was coaching. Since I've given up coaching the masses, and you are my only athlete, and I've been a bit distracted the last couple of weeks, Amelia's birthday, mom in hospital, I feel like I've reclaimed my life, my own running's coming back. Yeah. I, have, I haven't forgotten about you. <laughs> I haven't forgotten about you. It's very hard to forget about you. Well, I am very hard to forget about. You are? I, I logged into your Garmin the other day. Yeah. Set you up for... So is that for this week, remind me? I'd yeah, you so you set up for this week. week, yeah. So So you're back sort of doing bits. Yeah. That's is that is that put you back on the motivation train? Yeah, I think it has. I think what I was missing is that... Having a set, and like I've said before on the podcast, if you take out the the complexities of thinking, what should I do today, and just say, right, this is what you've got to do, and that's the reason why I think having this a coach works. Set. Yeah, this has yeah. been set, and that's what I would always say to people: if you if you if you struggle with motivation around that side, get yourself a coach yeah. because they will set you a goal or set you a or a set you a session to do, and you just go out and you put it on your watch and you just do what it says on your watch. So I always find that benefits me so hopefully i am going to be back on the track which is good really because what we've done was i set you it was really to start this monday just gone so the 20th we had 60 minutes easy down yeah you went out and you did 60 minutes easy yeah with the the stoke on fit stoke on fit stoke Stoke fit yeah stoke fit um so you did you did a nice little run there um and by looking at it you know because i've got your garmin in front of me now I would say it was truly easy. Nice yeah. chatty conversation to run. Yeah. Nine nine forty six per mile. Well, nine forty six average pace. Yeah. There's a few little stops in there. What were you doing? Some sightseeing? No, just mustering. That's what it is. Just we'd go to mustering. a place, stop, go back, yeah. and then we just stop. I can see Wait them. for people, and then we carry on. Um, and then you're yeah. So you would. 
it was it was nice. It was a nice run. Mm. I think this is the good thing with Garmin Connect. We can get a little bit more detail because as good as Training Peaks is for planning, I think actually using a Garmin Connect or the native app for the watch that you've got, you actually get a lot more effort. Mm. So you marked it as about a three out of ten. Yeah, I would say it wasn't. Said, it, it, said you felt normal. Yeah, yeah. I think I went out with quite a, a speedy group, and I thought to myself, I'm going to be blowing by the end of this. Um, but I think they were taking it quite easy as well, which was nice. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I would say probably on the RPE scale, three out of ten, and it was. I felt I felt strong, but probably could have felt stronger. Uh, I think I'm just hoping that my fitness doesn't dip. No, I think, I mean, Garmin's got it down. I mean, these are those things as whether you believe what Garmin's telling you about the run, but they've got it down as a, a run that was impacting your aerobic mm. training effect rather than your anaerobic. You've done an hour easy. Mm. Your heart rate's not like spiking all over the shop. Mm. I think obviously the thing that's going to be telling is your heart rate is a little bit elevated in comparison to what you were before when we were doing Manchester training mm. at this sort of pace because you've not ran yeah. consistently for a couple of weeks. So this is sort of what... What I see is like the the one the run that sort of shakes off the cobwebs. Yeah, it probably will have felt a little bit harder mm. than previous, like pre Manchester. Yeah, or yeah. you know, um, and post Manchester because you've you've had you have had a couple of weeks where it's not been consistent mm-hmm. and and losing that consistency really does tell obviously you did your football yesterday today is yep. a planned rest day as it always is the routine's not the same and then i think we've thrown you in a session for thursday for tomorrow yeah um five by five minutes I've got my wedding. I've got a wedding, and not my wedding. It's not my wedding. I'm not so getting. This will be done yet. in the morning. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to have to do it in the morning. I'm going at one o'clock tomorrow. The so you got five by five minutes off two and a half minute rest, and I've put the, I've put, I've deliberately put the working intervals at half marathon pace. Yeah, I saw that. And I've done it using your half marathon pace from Manchester on purpose, because what I think is important is we can use this session as a bit of a tell as to how much we may have lost, if anything, from yeah. Manchester. Yeah. Um, and then I would assume Wilmslow at the weekend. I've not I've not tapered you for it um, no. because I think really we don't need to taper because you haven't got enough sort of fatigue in your legs because of the last two weeks. Yeah. But I think it would be a good opportunity at Wilmslow for you to go hard from the off. Yeah. And throw a bit of a a benchmark down, draw yeah. a bit of a line in the sand, and see where we are. Yeah. Well, the last two, not that I'm tempting fate. The last two Wilmslow festive Wilmslows that I've done, um, yeah. I've got PBs, so fifty something, fifty minutes something. So I'm I'm hoping to get close to that, if not beat that. I'd like to say I could beat it, um, but like I say, with the training, I've, well, the running that I've done over the last couple of weeks, I'm not quite sure. We'll see. It might have benefited me actually having a couple of weeks of relatively easy running yeah I mean your legs would have come back a little bit I'd imagine I think the good thing is I don't think I don't think you'll have lost a lot Mm. um, because you you know you had worked hard in the build up to Manchester um, and I think what we're probably doing is just seeing where you are at the weekend but I'm excited by that because I think it's it's quite a good one you know your past history says PBs um it gives you the opportunity to go out there confidently mm. um, and just enjoy yourself yeah. and no pressure. No, We'll see exactly what happens. It's a nice 10K mm. um, and I just think it's one of them. If you could go and enjoy it and throw, <clears throat> throw that sort of marker down, what we can then do is to build you up nicely this side of Christmas, mm-hmm. get some of that fitness back into you, Mm-hmm. Um, and then next year, obviously we've got your spring, uh, we've got your spring marathon, Manchester yeah. marathon. Oh dear, exciting! It is exciting. I'm, I'm excited and nervous. I think I'm not even. I'm not really thinking about it at the moment. But every now and again, I have a, I have a like a, I like. Oh, I've got Manchester. I've got a marathon coming up. Oh, when people ask me, I'm like, oh, my life. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, look, I think what you should do is you should um, you should go and enjoy this weekend. Mm-hmm. I think you should throw throw the marker down. Yeah. 
no pressure. Yeah. See what happens. And then what we can do is from that is we can go and build you up. And I think that's where we go back to what we spoke about a couple of weeks ago. We throw this 10K down. We use the period between now and sort of early February Mm. to try and improve your 5K times. And then what we can do is we can really start turning the screw in terms of your your mileage, your loading for Manchester because that's going to have to come. Yeah. Um, And then obviously in terms of the podcast, we can start talking about Manchester and the marathon, the other side of Christmas. We've been in contact with our mate Dave. We have. He's going to come back on because he's confirmed he's got over his injuries that kept him out of Manchester half. Yeah. He's alive and well. <laughs> um, so we'll get him on the show and we'll build up to Manchester next year, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just on Wilms, I'm really looking forward to it because I think there's, there's quite a few people from Stoke Fit doing it. And also there's, it's going to be our first, I won't say official, but our first race for combined run club there's quite a few of us that have combined run club doing it as well that's so, nice yeah yeah there's a, i think it was it wasn't planned it was just oh i'm doing wellness though oh i am as well and then a couple more people signed up so i'd forgot i'd signed up for it because i must have had a two for one offer for the the summer one and the the festive one i'd completely yeah. forgotten so i'll be there so yeah i'm looking forward to it on, on on sunday no that's good that's that's i mean i think it's this is the thing isn't it it's you've done a really good thing in setting up the combined run club and mm. as we said a, a few moments ago what you are managing to do is to get people turning up mm. and it keeps you motivated to turn up because people are looking to you as well for that responsibility side of things yeah you're the person they come to meet yeah um in a way um and it's one of them i think you can uh build build that quite nicely but if you've got people to a point where they're entering official races already yeah i think that's a really really good thing because that's yeah. the daunting thing about running i think people start running for many reasons sometimes it's just for their own fitness that fitness journey whether it be for a bit of weight management whether it be to improve their physical health their mental health but i think it slowly creeps in uh, regardless of why you've started running that you want to enter an event mm. but that first step for people sometimes is a little bit daunting mm. so i think the fact that you've got people uh, meeting at an official race uh, in Wilmslow is very exciting and mm. something you should be very proud of. Yeah, I am. I am. And there's only more to come with Combined Run Club, like there is with this podcast as well, hopefully. So watch this space. Watch this space. Still to come on this episode of the Couch to Coach Running Podcast. Mmm. Called you out a little bit there, didn't he? Challenge accepted, mate. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Oh dear. You're gonna regret you're gonna regret that. So he's proper called you out. Um... The Couch to Coach podcast is available on a wide variety of podcast players. If you like what you hear in this episode, please remember to follow the show and set a future episodes to auto-download. Our main objective on this show is to get people into running and to talk about running. We're two normal guys that live normal lives and although our following is growing, we rely on you, the listeners, to get the word out there about this show. So please, whilst you're listening, remember to leave us a review on your chosen podcast player to help boost our ratings. Finally, you can stay up to date with all things Couch to Coached over on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and TikTok. Just search for Couch to Coached. Shall I have a look at the Strava leaderboard? Go on then. Oh, Let's go. I feel like I've been right out of the loop on the Strava leaderboard, um, but it's been, it's been it, the challenge didn't go too well. No, it didn't. We'll come on the to that. The third challenge no. didn't go quite too well, so I wasn't getting all the notifications of saying no. people have done the, the different tasks. And I say I've I've kept uh, I haven't had much time, so I've kept sort of off social media and yeah. Strava I, I class Strava as a social media platform yeah it is really um, isn't it? it's just so I, I've not really been in the loop so go on update me I will update you and we'll come on to the the um, couch to coach challenge in a bit so the last week so from Monday to Sunday last week in, in third spot with 52.2 miles we have Jared Horn so well done to Jared, Jared. well done Jared 
in second spot. I don't think he's been on the Strava leaderboard before. Oh, so with 55.6 miles, we have Stu Parton. So well done to Stu. We'll come on to Stu in a minute. Wow. And then with 65.2 miles, top of the shop with yeah, with 65.2 miles, it's Pat Buckingham. So well done to Pat Buckingham. Well done, Pat. Uh, then in this week, so Monday to Sunday, Monday to Thursday or Wednesday, because we're doing it on Wednesday actually, now is Pat Buckingham again with 20.8 miles. With 21.7 miles, well done to Tony Brown. And that reminds me, I need to send Tony out his prize for the last week, not the last week, the week before his Couch to Coach Challenge, which I'll do. And then top of the shop with 22.2 miles, well done to Martin Pratt. So well done, you guys. Excellent running. Um, Like I say, a bit of an early one this week, so... Apologies if you go out on Thursday thinking that you might get onto the Strava leaderboard this week. I've got um, 20 more to do tomorrow. I'm gutted. I'd have, I'd have been on the leaderboard. <laughs> yeah, but somebody's probably going to say that. So well done to everybody. Before we go on to our shout-outs of the week, we've got another. We've got a shout-out to... For... I think it was last... What day was it? Last Sunday, I think it was. So, Alicia Gilbert... We haven't heard of Alicia for a while, so thank you for getting in contact with Alicia. She said, "I would like uh, how, hi. Would you mind giving Silverdale Running Club a shout out, please, for their fantastic running at Conway Half? The weather wasn't the best, and the gale force winds at the top of the arm were horrendous. Hashtag up the dale. Uh, up and the dale. Up the dale. Absolutely, Silverdale. I know I'm a Stoke Fit member, but Silverdale." Have a have a place in my heart as well as other running clubs like Stone Master Marathon, Gators, Trenton Running Club, and everything. But Silverdale, I, you see Silverdale all the time, and they always say the same thing: "Up the Dale," which is their is their low, slogan. Uh, but yeah, so they had a fair few at Conway Half. I believe I don't know if he's right. So if you're listening to the podcast, Silverdale, I was speaking to somebody. So Tim West, who is a Stoke Fit member, went and did the Conway Half, and he was also singing Silverdale's praises because they welcomed him into the fold almost with them because there was must have been about 15, 20 people. I believe that's where Silverdale Running Club was born. That a couple of people from Silverdale did Conway Half a couple of years more years ago had a conversation and decided to set up Silverdale Running Club again that might be wrong so if if there is anybody from Silverdale listening I hope there is we've got a few people that listen from Silverdale get in contact and and correct me more than happy to be challenged and more than happy to be corrected so well done to all you Silverdale runners for running, running Conway Half this week my shout out of the week he's already been mentioned he came second in this week's Java leaderboard uh, it is shout out of the week. Shout out of the week. I went a bit hot, too high then. It hit my throat. Um, I know. <laughs> I can go quite a high and I can go quite low. I've got a, quite a, a variable voice. Uh, so this week, my shout out goes to Stu Parton. Uh, like I say, he's already been mentioned. He did 52.2 miles, uh, 55.6 miles, sorry, this week. And most of that was when he did the race. Um, escape to Meridian um, or escape from Meridian sorry so this is a race that's every year and it's on it's at midnight everybody starts at midnight from the center of um, England and you just run away from this place and Stu did 53 Point two seven miles, which to me is absolutely amazing. Uh, he did it with a, a couple of a couple of other lads that I know that ran who run with Stoke Fix. So Steve Moody being another one. Uh, I think Steve did forty four miles, if I'm correct. Um, so and then Stu came on. I think that was on the Sunday. Came to Stoke Run uh, Stoke Fit Running Club on the Monday and did the short run. But I think I also saw him running yesterday. I'm pretty sure I did. So he's he's out running straight after doing 55 miles uh, straight back into it. So shout out to um, shout out to Stu and well done for that. Absolutely amazing. I think he wanted to do more, but 55 miles in 24 hours. In horrendous weather as well, I believe Brilliant. they got they got soaked and they tried to use McDonald's to get changed, but they wouldn't lend, so they had to get changed outside. Um, and it's similar to the race that you were talking about, 
a couple of weeks ago when you start at a certain point and then you run away. Yeah, I think it's that one was called Escape, Escape from, from London. London. Yeah, I think there's probably a few out there, but it's a, it's an interesting concept. I think it's one of them, isn't it? You can take it at your own pace, but ultimately it's it's going to benefit the smarter runners. Yeah. Not necessarily the faster runners, yeah. the smarter runners. Yeah. Um, Planning so your think... route to not to get so many undulating bits. Because there was, a, there was a, a picture, actually, of all the people that ran Escape from Mirror, and they just they just literally go all over the place. So some go north, some go northeast, some go northwest, some go south. Nobody tends to go west, due west, because you go over towards Wales and all the Lancashire oh. hills and things like that. So nobody tends to go west. So it is all about making sure that you get as far Planning. away from one. Yeah. So similar to the Couch to Coach Challenge that we that you set last well, two weeks ago, just to get away from a certain point. Uh, it's, a, it's a very interesting race because it's not like yeah. a normal you run a route uh, and get first, second and first. Obviously, I think they have, they have winners because the furthest person who gets the furthest away, I'm not sure what that was this year. Um, maybe when you're looking at your shout-out, I'll find out who, who actually won and how far they went. So well done to Stuart and well done to, to Steve as well. So a bit, well of a, bit of a double whammy. Double whammy? A double whammy shout-out. So this is it my shout-out? It's now your shout-out of the week. Oh, my shout out of the week this week is I've been very much, as I said a couple of times now, away from the Strava leaderboard this week, uh, the last two weeks. Um, so I tried to have a look for somebody, but I'm going to go a bit closer to home. My shout out of the week is for you, <laughs> Mr. Rob Silito is getting my shout out of the week. And it's not for running, because let's face it, we talked about it. He hasn't done a lot of running. He hasn't done a fat lot of running, this man. <laughs> he's he's you know, he's done a little bit. He's back on plan, as mm. we just heard. Sixty minutes easy on Monday. He's done his sixty minutes easy. But I wanted to give you the shout out of the week for keeping this thing going over the last two weeks. So um not afraid to admit, Rob has kept the podcast going these last two weeks. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here talking to anybody. Um, and I think I appreciate it. The listeners appreciate it. The best sound man in Stoke. Are you crying? He's yeah. Just his yeah. No, no. He's just rubbed his arm. <laughs> um, so I know life hasn't been as straightforward for you these last two weeks, but you've no. kept things going. So shout out of the week, silly toe. Thank you very much. Now let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want me to get too big. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you. It and I'm, I'm like I said earlier, it um I'm like I'm doing an acceptance speech here. I just want to thank you, thank my family, thank my no. But I think this is building as a community and it's 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 I know people get disappointed if there's no podcast to listen to. So I thought, well, I need to put something out. Although it was only half an hour, I just wanted yeah. to put something quickly together. Um and like I say, we hopefully we're we're back to some kind of normality now. It doesn't take a hell of a lot of time to do. We tend to the, the actual shooting of the episodes tends to take about an hour, an hour and a half. It's the extra bit after to putting it together that takes a bit more longer time but it's worthy because i love having the chats that we have i love having the the community and having the chats about the podcast out of it so it is something that i want to want to carry on doing so it's it, it, it was it was it wasn't that hard, to be fair. I quite enjoy doing it as well. So. It's not really a podcast for us. It's just us two getting together and having a nap. Yeah, it, it is, really. And we just, we just let people have a listen. Yeah, it is. It, and that's the whole premise of the show, wasn't it, really? It was just basically a coaching call between me and you and putting it out there, putting it onto a, social, onto a platform. So, And we've got the future. And we are... We are going to get more serious after Christmas when it comes to Rob and me and Dave, our friend Dave, doing Manchester. We will yeah. get back to that, all that good running stuff. But at the moment, we just keep it going and keep the community alive. Yeah. And uh, wait until the serious stuff comes back about. Yeah. And we've got 162 people in the Strava lead, in the league. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's good. It's building and more than happy, more than happy to carry on doing the podcast. So... Here's to the next fifty episodes. Oh, <laughs> me. This time next year we'll be talking about the hundredth episode, which is quite weird to say, but uh, hopefully. Well, 
I'll be on 100. You might be on like 80 odd <laughs> at that point. That's the last time, I promise. Last time. <clears throat> Bass. That's the last time I said as well. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Protein Rebel. Have you ever suffered with digestion issues during a running event? You're not alone. Research shows that 27% of marathoners and 70% of ultra runners report issues with digestion. The reasons for these gastrointestinal issues are often the complex chemical formulations used in many sports nutrition products. They lead to bloating, cramps, and sometimes the need to run to the toilet. Not what any runner needs. Definitely not. So how can you get over this when the big brands use artificial ingredients? So Protein Rebel has decided to do things differently as their products are 100% natural. They only use short, minimal, natural ingredient lists that reduce the chance of GI issues, so gastrointestinal issues, support your running naturally. Products include Maple Ignite energy gels containing just maple syrup and sea salt, Run Easy Marine Collagen for strengthening joints and ligaments, and replace vegan protein powders. If you are interested in buying any of these products, we have got a special, yes, a special code for you to use. If you go onto their website and it's CTC15 and you will get yourself 15% off. Right, what shall we have a look at now? Shall we have a look at the five with the listeners? Do, 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 five with the listeners. Five with the listeners. Five with the listeners. So this week, We've mentioned him on the podcast many, many times, uh, and I thought it was only right that we'd get him onto the podcast. Um, it's Mr. Kieran Bedford. So let's have a listen to Mr. Kieran Bedford's Five with the Listeners. Question number one. What's your name, who, slash what club do you run for? Hey, Rob. Hey, Ben. So my name's Kieran. Um, and I currently run for Gator Athletics Club, which is a, a little club, but it's growing, uh, just in Clayton. Question number two. What are your current running goals? Current running goals, pretty much always my only goal, and probably my only personality trait is that I run every day, regardless of whether it's to get snacks or whether it's to actually do a hard session. As long as I am recording some run on Strava every day, then uh, that is that is my goal. Question number three. How is your training going? Thanks, guys. Training's going really well. I'm really looking forward to having a rematch against Ben at All Sager 5, just so I can show him how well the training's going. I've been taking up some sessions with John Donahue, who is a HPR, so a high-performance runner, and I think that's really going to push me into the next level and even doing the NSRRA races next year, making sure that I'm ticking off the 12 races in A and just trying to put in a, a good word for the club, really, and making sure that I beat Ben in every single race that he does. That would be, uh, that'd be perfect, getting a bit of revenge. And this one, question number four, is a regular question we ask all of our guests. What are your current PBs at 5K, 10K, half marathon, and marathon. So looking at PBs, my 5K is 16.55, which was at the Whammy. My 10K is 35.40, which was at Birchwood 10K, which was my first time wearing a staff's vest. My half marathon is one hour, 22 minutes and 15 seconds, which was staff's half marathon. And my marathon was a few weeks ago, which was Yorkshire marathon in two hours, 57 minutes and 29 seconds and then my 50k pb is 5018 minutes which i did on day 500 of running every day and that was just a 50k i went out on my own so really happy with that one question number five what is your best tip you can give to someone about running either starting running or just running in general the best tip i can give about running is just being prepared and having your running kit easily accessible so always making sure that it's there for you to wear whether it's in your car whether it's on a sofa or whether it's on the chair at home and making sure that you've got some running kit which you can always just put on and just go running whenever you need to so if there's 10-15 minutes in the day where otherwise you'd be doing nothing just put on your kit and go do a mile or two and you'll really sort of see the benefits and you actually enjoy it 
And the last question is your chance to ask the listener's question. So what is your question and who is it for? My question to both of you, and this would be the only question that I'm really bothered about, is what snacks would you get if you went on a run? You're allowed to pick one item. So Ben and Rob, what snack would you get? For me, my number one snack, as I know you're going to be interested, would be M&M Krispies. They are just god tier. So, if I ever see you at races or maybe at all stage of five, then you could get some M&M Krispies and I might let you win. Mmm, called you out a little bit there, didn't he? Challenge accepted, Ben. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Oh, dear. You're going to, reg- you're going to regret that. So he's proper called you out. Um, he has, any. First and foremost, thank you, Kieran, for doing that. It's Yeah, thanks, we, Kieran. We do, we do appreciate people taking the time out to, to do the audio clip, sending them over to us. Uh, but, yeah, cha- challenge accepted. Uh, I, I'm glad I'm out of this. And like you say, let the big boys have a go. <laughs> no, do you know what it is? I think I, I, I said it the episode a couple of weeks back. I think all Sager was... One of my favourite ever races, mm. um, events. I think it's put on really well yeah. by Ken and the team uh, at Vela Runner and all that. And I think it's the first one of the North Stas Roadrunners uh, fixtures. It's always really nice after Christmas and the winter. You sort of feel like you've come out of the doom and gloom of the dark nights and the dark yeah. mornings and you're in your first race. Everyone's lining up on that little residential road. There's a good atmosphere. It's a really nice route. And I do have fun memories of that race I had with Kieran last year. And if you listen back to the first couple of episodes where it came up, um, it was it was a real, real challenge with him. And it was what I would describe as proper racing. And we talk about motivation for running um, all the time. And, you know, what keeps you motivated? And the question last week, like, do you have a race on the horizon that you're aiming for? And for me, the race on the horizon was Manchester Marathon. I didn't really have anything in the books before then. I've got Milton Keynes in the 10th of December as just a training run. Um, but I'm going to drop all Sager in there and that's going to motivate me to get better in my training. Injury being well, touch wood. Because Kieran gave me a big challenge last year because um, we were, you know, I sort of battled against him for winning Group B. Um, Kieran's running has really progressed in the last definitely. six to 12 months, yeah, definitely. Um, if not longer. So it's going to be a tough challenge. So I know that I need to step up if I'm going to have any chance because he's going to be going to Group A. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm going to be in Group B. Unless Ken sees, you know, that there's a bit of a, if I enter more races, I should be up there. <laughs> Automatic promotion. I don't know. Um, <laughs> challenge, challenge accepted, Kieran. I'm coming for you, mate. Coming for you. Just on that, Kieran, yeah, is coming. his running has come on leaps and bounds. Massive, uh, and it, massive. And he's on day... And he talks about it in the in, in the snippet that we just sh- talked about that he runs every day. He's on day one thousand seven hundred eighty six in a row. That is crazy, incredible. absolutely. It's incredible, but it's also madness. And, and, and I suppose we'll come on to it in a minute. But what snack would you run for? So he talks about running for snacks. And like I say, the question is, what snack is your best snack that you would have, would you go out for to get? So we've got to put this in the context of what Kieran does. This is presumably you're sitting on the sofa yeah, and you think, oh, I fancy a snack. Yeah. I haven't run today, yeah. so I'll put my trainers on and I'll go and fetch said snack. Yeah, yeah. So his running tip is that he leaves a kit anywhere. So in his car, on the back of the sofa. So if he thinks that I, can, I, I, I haven't done a run today, I'm just going to go out and get something. He just puts his kit on and goes. So, what so we're in that for? scenario. I'm sitting on the sofa. I'm watching the Squid Game experience, which starts tonight, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. No, I yeah, think, no. oh, I'm going to settle down for this. I need a snack. Running kit goes on. It's 7.30. I am going for... I'm going to jump in there before you. Cadbury's fingers. Yes. I beg your pardon? (laughs) (laughs) Cadbury's chocolate fingers. (laughs) You've got to say there now. It's Cadbury's chocolate fingers. I am going to watch chocolate. Chocolate orange. 
Oh, that's what I was just about really? to say. <laughs> See? I'm jumping out and I'm going to get myself a Terry's chocolate orange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I went out to get some snacks the other day, actually, me and Laura, and we, was, we sat there thinking, oh, I could just do with some chocolate. So I went down to Tesco Express and I got Cadbury's chocolate fingers and also a Terry's chocolate orange. So, yeah. yeah. Them are two. chocolate orange. Yeah, it's Christmas as well. That, that symbolises Christmas for me. Terry's, I know you can get them all year round, but you tend to have True. them at Christmas, True. Terry's chocolate. But if you were doing... So that's a cold snack, right? Mm-hmm. I've seen Kieran's gone out and got some mad stuff. I think... I'm sure the other week he was getting... Was it Chicago Town Pizzas or something? Yeah, something like that. Lines. Yeah. What would you do if you're picking up a hot snack? So you're taking a snack home to bung in the microwave? Uh... By the way, this doesn't class as a nutritional advice yeah. for anyone in terms yeah. of running. This isn't this isn't what we're doing. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Pot noodle. Oh yeah, I love a pot noodle. Pot noodle I sandwich. Had a pot noodle. Oh yeah. Pot I haven't noodle had a pot sandwich. noodle in a long time. Bombay bad boy. Oh Bombay bad boy. Bombay I like bad. beef and tomato. Beef and tomato. Good solid shout. Yeah, beef and tomato. I like the curry one as well, but beef and tomato is my favourite. But yeah, pot noodle is a good shout. I I I mean yeah. We've, we've, we're talking, it's a good snack. Terry's chocolate orange, pot noodle. Mm. What if it was a bottle of pop? Let's just finish it off with a drink. We've, got, we've, got, the main, we've got the main meal as the pot noodle. <laughs> we've got Terry's chocolate orange as the dessert. We're what such, you, what such cheap dates. Um, Vimto, sparkling Vimto, mm, fizzy Vimto. <sighs> I like an iron brew. I like iron brew as well. I do like or an iron the, brew. Or a LucasAid, but not the orange one, just the, the original. Original one. That always reminds me of being poorly because my nan used to always give me that when I was poorly to build me energy up. But yeah, I do like LucasAid. But yeah, Vimto would be my shout. Um, so it's fizzy Vimto. So we're jumping off the sofa before the favourite TV programme starts. We're putting a running kit on. We're going down the shop. We're getting a mile in. We're doing a pot noodle, Terry's yeah. chocolate orange, yeah. and a Vimto. Yeah. Or a LucasAid original. Or shop Cadbury's chocolate fingers. Or all, all of them, just get them all. Just get all them. of them, just get them all. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that. Yeah. Thanks for the question, Kieran. Got Br- brilliant question, brilliant question. I'm, I'm, I'm starving now. <laughs> I want to go and get some <laughs> Cadbury's chocolate fingers. Just to, just to finish off, this is what Kieran wants to say as well. So he sent us this little snippet as well. Just an addition, though, I know everyone else thinks the same. I really appreciate you guys taking the time out to put on this podcast. I absolutely love listening to it every week and catching up on the running news and in the leaderboard, seeing what everyone's doing. So I really just want to say thank you, guys. It's it's really appreciated from everyone in the sort of Stoke-on-Trent area and, well, even further beyond now. So a bit of a thank you for us uh, to, for doing the podcast. And like we've already mentioned, it is it is a labour of love I would say for us to do this, it is it isn't the hardest thing to do, and it's not the easiest thing to do either. But I enjoy doing it. I enjoy catching up with Ben on a weekly basis, talking about running. Because as runners, we know we love to talk about running, but not, there's not everybody out there that likes to listen to people that run if they don't run. Uh, and I know we get labelled with we see all these memes on gifts on 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 Facebook. How do you know a runner's a runner? They tell you. It's similar yeah. to a vegan. How do you know a vegan's a vegan? They tell you. It's similar. It's exactly the same with a runner. But yeah, this community that we're building is something special. And, and like, I think it's nice because we're a running podcast. Yeah, we are. We are. If you said we are a running podcast, but I don't feel like we have to come on and talk about running no. in depth, no. in the elitist form. No, because that's we're not that. We are. Can you imagine about, about other podcasts talking about? Do you know, can you imagine other podcasts talking about pot noodles and Cadbury's chocolate fingers and <laughs> a bit fizzy bit? No, definitely not. Podcast podcast for the listeners. This yeah, is definitely. But then you know, um, anyone if if you are out there listening, Terry's, Cadbury's, pot uh, Lucasaid. Put in, who makes pot noodles? Uh, Golden Wonder. Gold, is it Golden Wonder? Yeah, maybe. Golden. If you are listening and you want to sponsor this little low-budget podcast that's got an ever-growing community, please get in touch. That's normally me doing that. That's I'm, I'm impressed. I'm impressed that you got in there before me. Yeah. <laughs> Save you a job. <laughs> Thank you, Kieran. Really good question. Thanks, Kieran. And really good responses as well. So, and I will see you at All Sager. You better, you better start training, lad, because it ain't going to be easy. <laughs> doesn't matter about the A or the B that you wear on your back. I've still got it in me. And if anybody wants to um, 
challenge Rob no, to no, a race no, at no. Old Soldier. No. If anybody in Rob's group wants to challenge Rob to a race, just step forward, join us for five with the listener. Tell us a little bit about you. Tell us about your training goals. Tell us about your uh, all your running aspirations and your PBs. And give us a question, but challenge Rob to a race, a one-on-one race at All Soldier 5. I wasn't going to say that, but if anybody wants to come, <laughs> if anybody wants to come on fire with the listeners, please do get in contact with us. Let us know. We've had Kirsty, we've had Sean, we've had Pete, we've had Louise, we've had now we've had Kieran. Uh, so we've had Bethany as well last week. So if anybody wants to come on to the podcast and challenge Rob to a race, if you want to challenge me to a race, you can challenge me to the race. But I can tell you now, you've won already. <laughs> but if anybody wants to come on, please let us know. Normal, normal routes, Instagram, at Couch to Coached. You can contact me directly on Instagram. You can contact Ben directly on Instagram. If you want to send us an email, we don't tend to get many emails, couchtocoachsarluke.com. Please do get in contact with us. This episode is brought to you in association with the North Staffs Roadrunners Association. Proudly supporting roadrunning in North Staffordshire since 1974. Couch to coach challenge. I think we need a bit of a, a bit of a jingle for that because we've got podcast of the week. Uh, podcast of the week. Shout out of the week. We've got do 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 do. Five. What shall we do for uh, couch to coach? Uh, it's challenge the, of the week. No, yeah, just be a low budget. The C two C challenge. C two C challenge. There you go. <laughs> well, that's gonna that's gonna. Yeah, I'll enjoy seeing you do that again next week. Oh, dear. I don't know what's going on with my head in the minute. But anyway, the C2C Challenge. Like I said last week on my own, it wasn't really... We'd had no entries. We've had no entries for the C2. It was the great escape. So what we said is you start off at... Well, what Ben has said is start off a starting point and run for 20 minutes and get as far away as you can. Similar to what I was talking about with Stu with Escape from Ridden. But nobody entered. So we extended it. And we only had two entries. We've had... Uh, Dan Wallace-Croft and also Paul Hall. So, well done to Paul Hall. Paul Hall got shout-out of the week last well week. Done, Paul. And he got this week as well with 2.92 miles. So, that's pretty good going for 20 minutes. Just uh, get away from a certain point. Um, I don't know why that one. I think it was our f- fourth challenge that we put on. I'm not sure why many yeah, people didn't I really mean, want to do it. Part of me thinks, having thought about it, it's one of those for the... I mean, you can set your challenge. You can go out, I'm going to do it. I'm going to try and get to one and a half miles or I'm mm. going to try and get to you know, two miles or whatever. But it was one for the the speedy ones out there, mm. maybe. Yeah. It probably didn't appeal to everybody. Yeah. Depending on where you live, you might be thinking, oh, it's too hilly. But then it might just have been that thing about it's winter, it's dark, yeah. lack of motivation. I think one thing we had with the other the other challenges, there was a lot of a community feel about it. Yeah. So there were people going around looking for road names, groups, run clubs, going out and spelling out run clubs. The one yeah. with the pubs, people could do it on their long run. It was very much a solo challenge, that yeah. one last time. Yeah. So, well done to those two for having a crack at it. Um, we've got a new challenge, haven't we? We have, we have, and it's the Ben set the challenge last couple of times. But I had a, I was in the shower. I have all my best ideas in the shower. Um, oh. people, people, honestly, all the time, every time I have an idea, it tends to be in the shower. So this this C two C challenge has been set by me. So it's going to be we're getting to the time of year. We're getting festive and people start putting decorations up. It is the 22nd of November, but there are decorations up. So what my challenge to you guys... And is I'm your, going to do are this. your decorations no, up? No, not yet. No. I've, Laura, if it was up to Laura, I think we'd have them up in May. But I've, we said not yet. Probably this weekend, maybe. Um, but what would the challenge is... Are yours up? No. Um, the challenge is, I know I've seen them out. Go out... And take pictures. If you run past a house with uh, decorations up, uh, either loads of lights or you can see a Christmas tree with lights on, take a picture of it and send it in or put it on a reel or put it on your Strava um, post and tag us in and put a discussion on there. And we will choose the best picture. Uh, So the best decorations that we see on a picture, we will choose one of them. Um, So get out there. Go running, 
look out for decorations, so Christmas decorations. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it. yeah. Uh, there are loads around where I live in Stoke-on-Trent. Um, and I think it's a really nice challenge that everybody can take part in, whether you're doing yeah. it on your own, whether you're doing it in a club, whether you're going out with your partner, yeah. whatever it might be, because you can go at a nice leisurely pace. You'll see some nice things. Um, it reminds me, we've got a uh, massive christmas bauble lit up on a road down in birmingham city center which rach ran past the other day at nur- when she dropped uh, billy at nursery mm. so i'll go and take a photo of that because you can actually go and stand in it but they've dropped it on the middle of a pavement oh, wow. so you have to cross over to walk past it um it's a good challenge this mm. yeah so i've get got out the there. name for it go on Show us your baubles. <laughs> so this challenge is going to be called Show Us Your Baubles. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've set the challenge. You've made the name. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything better than that. So, yeah, Show Us Your Baubles. We'll call it Show Us Your Baubles. We'll put something on Instagram because this episode is going to go out on Friday. So uh, get we'll put something out on Instagram um, showing the rules. So, like I say, take a picture, put it on your Strava, start a group discussion within the Strava, leaderboard but also put it on instagram as well and shout about it show get out there and show us your baubles <laughs> i just want to say as well because it's dark nights and it's dark mornings um and we are safety conscious here on the couch to coach podcast we are. please do not forget your lights absolutely if you are running out and about do not forget your lights. Absolutely. Make sure you've got a light on your hat. You're wearing your reflective clothing. You've got little flashy light on your back or whatever you might do. Or go out running with Christmas lights around you. Whatever. Just don't forget your lights. Yeah, absolutely. So that's the new C2C challenge. Put a hashtag C2C challenge on Instagram and Strava. Plus, last thing I want to talk about. So Sean Kakmarski. Kashmarski has sponsored and donated two books uh, to the Couch to Coached podcast. And because of what's been happening over the last couple of weeks, we haven't really been looking at Instagram as much. Uh, we are back onto it now. So we're going to release that as another a new competition. So keep an eye out on Instagram. Uh, if you want to have an opportunity to win one of Sean's books, it's a fantastic book. I've said it a couple of times on the podcast, more than a couple of times on the podcast. It's a really good book for the people that are thinking about running or starting running or are in or just interested in people's running journey. Um, yeah. Just have a look at, at Instagram and enter the competition. Um, yeah. So Get behind him, enter the competition, and mm. you can win a copy of the book. Have a good read of it. And uh, and find out what Sean is all about. Yeah, definitely. And we are going to be getting him on the podcast. So on that note, 50, 50th episode. So 50 episodes complete. Big five oh. Big five oh. Five oh. We've done it. We've got to 50. So like I said before, here's the next 50. And we will see you all later. Bastard. See you later. Another bleep. See you later.